Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Sweet Empowerment Podcast and I am your host, Kristen Brown. I want to start off by reading you guys an iTunes review that I received from Jubilee1972. She says, Kristen is authentic. Her podcast has helped me in the darkest of times. I worked with her one-on-one. In just three short sessions, I already started to feel better and got back on track to being the person I was meant to be. I've known her for a long time, and she is a genuine and kind-hearted person with great words of wisdom. She shares what she has learned through her own personal growth. I highly recommend this podcast, and if you need more than a podcast, contact her directly. I guarantee you will not be disappointed. Thank you, Jubilee1972. I know who you are, and this review made me a little teary, so I'm going to collect myself here for a sec. So we can get started. I super appreciate when you guys leave me an iTunes review. And I will be happy to read yours to everybody as well. I'm trying to get better at that because when I get inspired to record a podcast, I'm just like, I hit the desk and I hit record and I start going because they're often inspired through spirit. And then I go, oh, dang it, I forgot to read the iTunes review. So I'm really trying to be conscious of this right now. To get started, I want to talk to you guys about something that literally changed my life and in my relationships because, you know, sometimes when we're dealing with somebody's, you know, lower behaviors, crappy behaviors, behaviors we know that are just, they're just those obvious behaviors where you're like, oh my gosh, this again? You know it's dysfunctional. You know it's disruptive to your relationship, but you just can't get your person, whether it's a partner, um, your mother, your father, a sibling, your children, your friend, to see the light. And it's just like insanity over and over and over again. First, I want to define what sane and insane means in A Course in Miracles. When they talk about whoever is more sane at the moment, they're talking about somebody who is more in connection with their higher selves, more in connection with higher truth, more in connection with spiritual concepts and consciousness that could help lead both parties out of the muck and mire. When they talk about insane, we're not talking about a mental insane asylum, you know, people that have um, mental issues going on with the brain. We're talking about people that are more connected at that moment to their lower self, their fearful self, their ego self. A Course in Miracles says that in a conflict or a disagreement or an argument, whatever it might be. I'm paraphrasing, of course, all of this because the way A Course in Miracles written is just so brilliant that I'm just really putting it in my layman's terms for you. What ACIM says is that whoever is more sane at the moment, it is their duty or responsibility to try to bring the light into the situation. Now, this can hit a bunch of resistance with people because they're like, well, this person gets to act like an a-hole. Why don't I get to act like one back? You know, I'm just doing what they do to me. And you know what? You have free will and you can do anything you want. But I would ask you this. I would say, but is that helping anything? Are you guys just in that circle pattern? You guys know what I'm talking about. You have those people that you deal with and you try to have a conversation with them and it just goes in this circle, circle, circle. It's like you're repeating the same story over and over and over again. 
And we just throw our hands up in the air so defeated and so tired and just wanting to give up on this relationship. But we love the person. We really don't want to give up on the relationship, but we really don't know what to do because you're spinning your wheels. 100% understand. I'm human too. I got my share of relationships and I've dealt with this many, many times. So I'm with you here. But I applied this concept of whoever is more sane in the moment, it is their duty and responsibility to bring the light to the situation. And by golly, did that change things. Sometimes it was immediate, depends how far out the other person was or how committed they were to their misunderstanding or how committed they were to how their triggers were making them feel, how close-minded they are. But some people got it quickly and some people took a really long time. But that's okay because as we know, We are the only person that we can control or change. And instead of leaving a conflict or a disagreement just feeling so, because I should have said this, I should have said that, I should should have gotten back at him, or I'm not calling them again, and all this dark and negativity, we're just contributing to the greater problem, you guys, 100%. Your energy is contributing to the problem as well, even if your person is the one who drew first blood. I say first blood, I do not mean physical. I just mean they're the one they attacked first. They're the one that started yelling first. They're the one that started name calling first. Whatever it might be, oftentimes when people, other people attack us first, they draw first blood, we think that is license for us to come back at them. So I want to kind of lead you guys on this little journey of clearing that up and learning a different way to handle it. When we make a decision within ourselves to be the light and to lead within chaos, the dynamics will organically change. I often give this visual to my clients. I actually draw it on a piece of paper. I make a big scribble line and I said, okay, this is your person. And then I make another scribble line, same color ink, and I say, and this is you. I say, who's wrong? And they say, yeah, it's hard to tell. And then I take that paper away and I make a big squiggle mark. And I said, this is your person. And then I draw a straight line right down the center of it. And I said, and this is you. Who's wrong? And it's obvious that the other squiggle mark becomes very apparent because the other person is walking the straight line. Now, let me clarify because I'm using the word wrong But, you know, people take things very literally at times. What I'm saying is that person is the one who is not bringing their highest self to the situation at that time. Okay? So their behavior, the way they're acting, becomes more obvious. If we contribute to the chaos with our own squiggly line, we confuse matters even more. And it's hard to tell at that point who was on track, who was not on track, who was speaking clarity, who was not speaking clarity, when it's become this big, huge mess of spaghetti on the plate. You got me? I think you guys can follow that. You're all super intelligent people. So I'm going to give you a for instance. There is a wife that was very upset because every time she says something to her husband, he is very quick to defend and quick to snap and she and he attacks back at her and he gets mad and he blows up and his eyes get dark and he's pissy for the next, I don't know how long. And she was always the one that tried to 
talk it out. Well, this talking went on and on and on. It went in circles and it often ended up where she was just extremely frustrated too. And then she's snapping and yelling and name calling as well. And even though the person, the husband was the person who quote drew first blood, it was a benign conversation that he went haywire in. She contributed to it when she decided to act in that. Now, she knew at the time that his behavior was what was initiating this type of interaction between the two of them. And she thought the best thing to do was to try to talk through it in that exact moment. When she decided to try something different and to just be more sane at the moment because she saw a different way when she learned this concept, everything started to change. So instead of proving her point and trying to make him wrong or trying to teach him a better way, she went higher instead. And this is what that looked like. She decided to immediately stop interacting with him every time that he went a little haywire. She removed herself from the situation calmly and gracefully. She didn't abandon him. She said something to the effect of, I'm not going to allow myself to be yelled at and named called right now by you. So I'm going to remove myself from this situation. And when you are ready to speak with me calmly, I will gladly show up to the conversation. And as I'm saying that, I can hear you guys now going, oh, but my so-and-so, whoever your person is, that would make them even more mad. You just keep removing yourself. You have to be willing Stick in it. Make a decision that you will not allow yourself to be treated that way. And you make a decision and you stick in it. But you do it with love. You do it with calmness. You do it with peace and with grace. Sometimes these things take a bit of unraveling. If you've got a really stubborn person that you're dealing with, or if this situation has been going on for a very long time, it's going to take a minute for your person to to realize what's going on here. But when they also see that you're remaining calm and you still love them and you're still here for them, but you're just not willing to engage in that moment, something switches inside of them. When that wife refused to jump on board the crazy train with her husband, it brought immediate results. Because she was unwilling to join and she did it calmly, he was able to see his behavior more clearly and more quickly. And he later would come around and either apologize or say, can we revisit that conversation again? Now, like I said, some people are get this more quickly and some people are not. But here's what we run up against is that oftentimes we want to control This whole concept is letting go of control. It's not proving people wrong. It's not having to be right. It is strictly to promote peace and resolution. We reclaim our personal power when we don't let ourselves join in the insanity. I've had situations where somebody in my life would get very upset very quickly and end up yelling at me and being upset with me. And I quick just calmly said to that person, I said, I love you. I am willing to sit in this situation with you that you want to discuss, but I cannot do it while you're at this heightened level. So I'm going to hang up now and I am ready to hear you 
when you're calmed down. Do you know that took probably twice and that's never happened again? It never happened again because that person started to see what was happening and saw that they were losing my listening ear and my help. Michelle Obama said not long ago, she said, when they go low, we go high. And what she means by that is kind of what I'm talking about here is that when people start acting in their fear, in their lower behavior, in their attack, in their ego, we can join in the ego fiesta or we can back out and go sit on a little hammock while the little ego fiesta, it's not even a fiesta, that sounds like a party. (laughs) The ego chaos is happening And we can just say, I'm going to maintain my peace and my higher self in this moment. I also understand that sometimes we're not feeling so high ourselves. I get it. We have moods. We sometimes we get hangry. If we're PMSing, we could be irritable. There's there's a lot of contributing factors that can be involved in this, but I just want to encourage you, even if you know you're irritable from PMS, let's say, or you're hangry. Just say to your person, I'm not feeling my best self right now. I'm not feeling my highest self right now. So I really don't want to engage in this conversation. Give me until X amount of time. That's going higher. Instead of getting sucked into the drama and going at it when you know that you're just going to make some verbal mistakes, (laughs) throw some crap out there that you're not going to be able to take back, it's just best to be quiet that's going higher too. All right, you guys. So in a quick summary, whoever is more sane at the moment, it is their duty and responsibility to try to bring light into a disruptive situation. We got to put our egos aside for this one. Now, this does not mean, I'm just remembering to add this right now. This does not mean that we let our person off the hook. This does not mean that they get to get away with this behavior or that we don't get to share our peace. It just means that sometimes we have to choose a different way of behaving because we are the one that's seeing the secular pattern. We are the one that knows that the way this person is behaving, we're going to get nowhere. We're the one that's a little bit more clearer at that time. So take that clarity, take that wisdom, take that knowledge and do something higher with it. I believe in you guys so much, and I would love to hear your wins with this when you start putting this into place. So if you would, contact me at Kristen at SweetEmpowerment.com and just let me know your wins. I'd love to hear that. Also, it would be fantastic if you would leave me an iTunes five-star rating and review. And if you ladies out there who are sick and tired of attracting men who do not treat you like the goddess you are and deserve to be treated that way, run over, run over, (laughs) click over to my website at sweetempowerment.com and grab my free download of six game-changing secrets no one told you about attracting a great guy. I promise you, you've never heard it like this before. Until next time, everybody, have an amazing week and much love.